Hello folks, welcome back. This is uh, Everyday Project Management, Lamek here. Two weeks ago, I left you planning for a grocery shopping. I asked you to build a checklist of all the items that you intended to buy on your weekly or uh, monthly household shopping trip. So today I will revisit that shopping list, but a little later. For now, let me ask you a quick question. Why should we consider the shopping trip a project and not a routine activity? Something that you go through a couple of times every month, bi-weekly or something like that. Project Management Institute defines a project as a temporary activity with a defined beginning and end in time and with intervening interrelated events to achieve an overall objective of producing a unique product, service or result. So this is achieved by defining its scope, so the boundaries and assigning resources to facilitate the outcome or the final result. So simply put, this is a series of tasks that need to be completed in order to achieve or reach a specific output. It can also be defined as a set of inputs required to achieve a particular goal. So based on this definition, projects can range from simple to complex and can be managed by one person or hundreds of people. This depends on the size and the complexity of the project at hand. So this means that a project is not just a way to make things happen. It's an opportunity to achieve some desired result by implementing a systematic management approach. For example, producing a product, a service, or sharing knowledge. So in our shopping example, our desired result is buying specific, in other words, household items of interest within a defined time and budget. Have you ever been standing in line at the grocery store waiting for the cashier to finish scanning your items? And when the cashier calls up the total, you immediately do a double check. You know, like, wait, uh, did you include additional items that I did not, uh, you know, bring off the aisles? Or, you know, your heart just drops as quickly as you glance through the items you selected, trying to figure out how the total turned out to be higher than what you expected. Right? So you may have had a set budget for the grocery trip based on a few items you had on your list. But as you made your way up and down the aisles, you veered away from the planned checklist and added additional items on the spur of the moment. If this scenario sounds all too familiar, you're not alone. In times such as this, it can be helpful to have a team member to consult with or somebody who is part of your household on whether to proceed or remove the suspect item. If you're alone, well, then it's time for you to make some quick calculations. It's customary to associate a project with a team. But strictly speaking, a project can be undertaken by a single person, even though most projects would actually have multiple people. And sometimes they don't even usually work together and sometimes even from different organizations or even across multiple geographies. So with this definition of a project fresh on our minds, the grocery shopping list and undertaking has all the hallmarks of a project. Wouldn't you agree with me? If you prepare the list, and went out and bought your items, then consider yourself a project manager. Preparing that checklist was a critical step that converted the idea, in this case, a desire, 
from an intangible to a tangible result in the form of items bought and delivered home. In project management lingua, we create a plan and we go ahead and execute it. So in this case, we created a plan, we went ahead and we executed it. Our project plan comprised of a complete list of items. Now, it is considered as the scope in this case. It also had an estimated cost of each item and additionally a time planned for going to get these items from the shops. But what are some of the questions that you needed to answer in order for you to achieve the intended goal of buying the needed groceries within your family budget constraint? So you may go grocery shopping daily, weekly, bi-weekly or monthly, but either way, you have had a limited budget to deal with, you still do have a limited budget for each trip. So this is considered a constraint on the scope of your project. It will limit the amount or the number of items that you will buy. This may lead to you researching into options that fit that budget. For example, would you go for different qualities of the same item? Would you go for various levels of freshness if we are talking about fruits, for example? Or maybe even do a review of the need or usefulness of the item in the kitchen or in the household. Right, so family compositions could also have a direct influence on the number and the type of items you shop for. I'm, I'm thinking here factors like whether there are children in the household. Um, are the checklist items alternative foods? For example, emergency foods. Or are they household staples? You do not replace spices every time you go shopping. So whereas uh, the staple foods are due for, for replacement more often than spices so these are some of the factors that will influence that list for example or key ingredients you can begin to see here that we all had to make deliberate efforts and brainstorming uh, some brainstorming session to record all the items that are required in the household and possibly possibly categorize them based on use and class right so for example is this a staple food is it an emergency food are there spices? Is this an ingredient? Can we get an alternative ingredient that would achieve the same result? So formal project managers have to answer the same questions for the project needs and requirements. You might recall in the last episode, I asked you to note if there were items that you ended up buying, but you did not plan to buy them initially. This is overspending risk from the budget perspective, right? So this money was not allocated for the period of, uh, of purchases this time. So if you ended up buying items that were not on the list, your budget may not balance. Or you may end up not buying a critical item for the household. Could you have done better if you anticipated this household's requirements better? Right? For example, if you had additional knowledge, some background knowledge, what family members prefer or what are their alternative items? How can we minimize this risk of overspending on unnecessary items while maximizing on the household food supplies? So I have in mind here quality and quantity. This is a problem that constantly vexes project managers. I have another question for you. Is there a primary decision maker in your household when it comes to decisions to buying or purchasing grocery items? 
This is something that includes the variety, the quantity, the quality. If there is more than one person who buys groceries in the household, how do you think that the process and the end result could be influenced by more than one decision maker? So we are talking about how we can end up either with a different end product or set of household products or based on how many people make that decision. So I'll tell you this, we're about to find out. Decision making has a direct impact on the outcome of your grocery items. If more than one person is making that decision, all the parties need to agree beforehand on the type of items, quantities, quality. So this implies that um, there is a need for collaboration. Maybe there are some shared foods that require clear and agreed upon numbers. The absence of collaboration means that there is a potential risk here. What if the key decision makers do not agree on the items, quantities, quality of items to be purchased? What if some household members have dietary restrictions? What if these members with dietary restrictions are not included in their grocery planning, for example? How about if there is a scheduled conflict on the availability for that day that you go for the shopping trip? So I'm sure a number of what if scenarios begin to emerge and play out in your head as we talk about this. So shopping for groceries is an informal project here, but you can see the implications and ramifications of lack of collaboration on the success of that project. Something that we may not realize when we undertake these types of projects Maybe sometimes you're too casual to see these trends that that individual household member's involvement can have not only a political but emotional investment in the project. And you can begin to see possibilities of varying interest and involvement of the different stakeholders, increasing the number of moving parts in this simple project. Yet these factors are crucial to the success of that trip to the grocery store. It is also crucial to the overall household engagement. Maybe, just maybe, ultimately, the satisfaction level of the household, the happiness level of the household. Have you noticed that this project, just like that huge multi-million dollar formal project, has a multitude of assumptions? Let's make one assumption right here, that you and your stakeholders have figured out your perfect shopping list you and your household are confident that you're buying all the necessary requirements to last the next two weeks, next one month, and that you have sufficient funds to pull this off. Now, with this in mind, let's head out to the shops. And once the shopping begins, well, risks begin to emerge. For starters, you notice a couple of items on sale. The lean beef burgers that are hot favorite in your household. You look around and that elusive heavy steel pan is on sale. You then remember that you needed to squeeze in that healthy Greek yogurt that you heard about in the recent wellness podcast just before Christmas. So is this risk or is it the need to plan for contingencies that is kicking in? This is debatable here. Is it taking chances or is it adding spice and inspiration into your kitchen? What's happening here? What happened to staying within your budget? Is this lack of discipline? Or is it due to the fact that you did not consider all the factors that affect your shopping decisions and ultimately your shopping budget? Should you develop an exhaustive list of factors that play a key role in making shopping decisions and have all the household members 
contribute to this exhaustive list. Now remember the ideal outcome is to buy what members of your household want while working within the agreed budget and within everyone's expectations. This is every project manager's dream, to deliver the project outcome within the budget, schedule, and make everybody happy, meet all the stakeholders' expectations, which might include enhancing household members' creativity, imagination, satisfaction, without forcing you to break the bank, right? So if you manage to do this, then you're a super project manager, right? But let's recall our definition of a project, a piece of work with a start and a distinct goal. So project management is the way a person or group of people organize and manage resources that are necessary to complete a project. So going by this definition, we've just been reviewing our project management prowess for the grocery shopping project. You have probably been doing some serious project management for a long time without giving much thought to it. We are already practicing project managers here, folks. I'm tempted to leave you with another task. Last week, I asked you to generate a checklist for your grocery shopping. If your grocery shopping isn't due yet or has just been done, generate the one for the next week or the next two weeks or any upcoming shopping trip. If not, simulate one. So looking at the checklist that you generated last week, re-examine this list with a different prism here. One that considers all factors that could potentially, potentially affect the type, quantity, quality, and candidate items. What are the factors that might affect quantity of items, the quality of items, the grade of items that you buy normally for your household? Consider all factors that, that might possibly affect your shopping. Remember the needs and wants of all the household members. So once you do all this, keep it for next week's podcast. Thanks for listening to Everyday Project Management, folks. Be sure to visit our website, www.everydayprojectmanagement.com. Join that conversation over there, access the notes, and discover other items of fun. All right? See you next week. Bye.